Well, welcome back once again to Rhythms of Grace. Uh, I'm happy to say that my microphone is fixed on a previous episode. I was literally having to like shout to be heard <laughs> over sung, uh, <laughs> but it's fixed. So we're, we're talking about the Enneagram. Uh, we're going number by number. Last episode, we talked about ones, which was yours truly and was almost as good as a therapy session. <laughs> uh, t- today, we're moving on to twos, and I'm so excited to say that we have a guest speaker participant uh our very own christine anderson say hi hi i'm so glad to be here with you guys yeah christine is an enneagram too she also works in the office here at grace she does a bunch of other things um from communications to youth to preaching sometimes but she's a two which is why she's here and she has a lot of of good insights. But we're going to pass it to Sung to tell us a little bit more about it too. And then we'll just keep saying to Christine, why the heck are you like that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the type two is called many things. Um, I'll just call it a, the considerate helper. And for the two, they, they want to be liked and appreciated. They want to be loved. And and some of the qualities of a two, which is so true of, of Christine, uh, but um, they're usually warm. They're demonstrative in, in, in how warm they are. It makes it really easy for people to connect with them and really like them. They're, they're very giving uh, and caring, and they anticipate other people's needs. And so, like, man, like, and, and she's always, like, yeah, anticipating our needs, even sometimes even before we even know. So it, right? can I just point something out that to me is so funny that if it if I had been introducing a one or a three or an eight and I hadn't let them introduce themselves, they would have absolutely like gotten on the mic and been like, wait, let, let me talk about myself. But I introduced Christine and as a two, she was just like, nice to be here. So is there anything? Tell us a little bit about yourself, about yourself, Christine. Um, yeah, see, as a two, I didn't even question it. I was like, right. I'm just here for whatever you need. <laughs> That's right, just totally. Just let me know what totally. you need from me and I'll do it. So, um, That's so funny. Yeah, yeah um, but I, I feel like everything, you know, as a two, I think, well, we'll get to this, like my central pride uh, kind of flaw. I'm like, oh, yeah, that describes me. I'm warm and caring, <laughs> absolutely. Keep saying good things. Yeah, <laughs> so... Yeah, you guys can keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, twos are really good at paying compliments, and they can make f- people feel really special, right? And so if, if you want to feel special, just talk to Christine. There you go. Uh, you know, at the same time, they're just really sacrificial. I mean, they will they will bend over backwards to, to help serve and, and, like, your needs. And uh, Richard Rohr, he, he would say the two, their need – um, it, like he, he would say the need for the one is the need to be perfect. Yes. The need for, <laughs> the need for a two is the need to be needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and tell us a little bit about that. Cause like, it, it's not just being needed, but like, t- tell us the motivation and the inner workings of that. Yeah. I think a lot of it comes down to this, um, you know, on the one hand, there's like the flaw of pride, but on the other hand, it, it comes down to like. I need to know why I'm here in this space and that I deserve to be in this space. Mm. And so um, if we don't have like a grounded sense of our own worth, then it comes to like, I don't deserve to be in this Mm. space unless you need me, unless I'm serving a purpose. Yeah. Um, And, and otherwise I, I should just go, you know? Right. I mean, that sounds like that could, 
in an unhealthy too, that could get exhausting. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's so different from an eight, which is like, of course I deserve to be here. <laughs> right. I deserve here to be I deserve to be here more than any of you. <laughs> you need to convince me why you should be here. <laughs> oh man. So um so t- tell us about twos at their worst tendencies um, in terms of just um, un- unhealthy ways that that comes out. Yeah. So I think, again, in, in the most unhealthy way, it does become this spiral of my worth is only in what I can provide and therefore I need to do more and more and more. Yeah. Um, and so that's, I think, when you see a lot of twos overcommit themselves oh. and they get into that cycle of I have to meet everyone's needs all the time and then and then you know when all of the plates crash to the ground there's that that feeling of of unworth or worthlessness mm. um and then I think the other thing at their worst is like okay I need to be needed and so I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this for you and it can be really smothering mm. um or yeah like I when I'm like in an unhealthy place, that's what my pitfall is. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to anticipate every need that you could possibly have. And people are like, I don't need this. Right. Like right. get just back up. Yeah. And, and in some ways, I mean, that what's, that what's difficult about that is that you're, you're not actually meeting their needs for them. You're meeting their needs for you. Exactly. And so uh, other people can sense that and end up the opposite. They end up feeling unloved because mm-hmm. it's kind of like you're doing this for you instead of actually asking me what I really need and doing that. Does that feel accurate? Yeah, exactly. You've never done that because you're healthy too. So we're, <laughs> we're so glad. <laughs> but it does sound like in some stages of my life, like my mom mm-hmm. <laughs> or my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> we are treading on thin ice right now. <laughs> You've been married for 20 years. <laughs> I'm here. She can't kick me out. <laughs> That's right. You. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I, and I th- I think people who are listening to this, especially if they're moms, might feel like, oh, because they're natural caretakers, mm-hmm. might think they're twos. But like uh, speaking of that, because that may not be so. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of women. Um, and maybe especially women in the church mistype themselves as twos because um, maybe, you know, I think a lot of women just will naturally identify with like, oh, yeah, I want to be helpful. I want to be a caretaker. I want to, um, you know, meet the needs of my kids or, or of the other people in my life. Um, and I think that what differentiates a two is that feeling of um, not meeting the needs in order to um, achieve something or in order to just, you know, like fulfill that, that like maternal instinct. It really is something deeper than that of, of again, needing to know that you deserve to be in this space. That's one of the beauties of the Enneagram because it does talk about the, or it speaks to the motivation, the why that we do things. Mm-hmm. And it's possible that you're, you could be in a role that demands you to be a caretaker. And, and, but that, that behavior isn't what identifies you. It's the drive or the reason that you engage in that behavior. So I think twos might really often find themselves in sort of helping professions, whether it's nursing or teaching or whatever. Um, but a lot of people just have to do two stuff because we have to care for other people, right. our right. aging parents, or like you said, Christine, our kids or, um, you know, you know, coworkers or employees or, but that's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a drive that, that the Enneagram speaks to. Yeah. And I will say this, I mean, genuinely, uh, and not just out of this conversation, like if you weren't around, 
<laughs> like so much around at Grace would crumble. <laughs> Same with Nate. If you two weren't around, like we would stop operating. We're holding this whole place together, you, Christine. I, seriously, like <laughs> no pressure. If I'm not around, which is quite often, like bah. <laughs> what song's not here? We'll figure it out. <laughs> so, uh, get, like, yeah, and so that is the value of. Uh, a two and a one, um, uh, just 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 the way they they uh, contribute to a team or a family. Now, when it, like so, we've talked about the positive side, right? People enjoy like a two; they're very appreciative and warm and supportive, and you know they provide care. Um, but we've also talked about this shadow side of sometimes providing unsolicited help, um, and and sometimes uh, or even just like you know. Uh, being uh, uh, just flattering people. Um, uh, what happens to a two when you feel unappreciated mm-hmm. or um, like, t- tell us about the, some of the darker sides of a two. Yeah, um, man, that's a good question. I think um, probably for a two, like when I feel unappreciated, there's like one of two ways to go. Um, either again, like pushing myself further so that like you kind of try to meet all of those needs unsolicited or like trying to put more plates on, uh, you know, spin more plates at once. Um, or on the other hand, um, so like either trying harder or just disconnecting. I think it's really easy to be like, okay, I'm not appreciated. I'm not wanted here. So I'm going to stop doing the 50 things that you ask me to do and see what you think about that, <laughs> um, which I think we Ooh. see a lot of times twos do is it's like, okay, if you don't need my help, if I'm not wanted here, if I'm not appreciated, I'll just go. Right. And it's kind of like give, 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 give. And then like, boom. Exactly. Total like sort of exit from the situation emotionally, physically, everything. Mm-hmm. Are there are there ways that are there ways that you can tell when you're sort of in a negative spiral versus kind of living in a healthy place? Are there things that you found yourself doing or that you've observed that are kind of like, oh, I've got to watch out if I see that? Yeah, I think um, so. One of the things is like trying to meet needs that people don't want me meeting. Okay. Um, when I see myself doing that, even a little bit, I'm like, okay, I need to like see what's going on in my heart like if I see myself yeah meeting needs for my own benefit instead of others that's when I I need to pause and think about like okay um you know where am I getting my worth right now um and then also um yeah when I when I feel that kind of a lot of times the pride it, it comes in waves either the pride uh of a two comes through like, okay, you know, I'm doing everything. I really am holding everything together. I have no flaws. (laughs) I love everyone selflessly. And then when there is a mistake, you kind of like pivot to the other side of like the pride comes in a form of, I should be able to do all of that. Um, And so when I, when I catch myself in either of those extreme camps of, um, of pride, then that's when, you know, again, just like recentering on, you know, what, what God says about us, which is we will never be worth more or less than he says we are. Um, and so, yeah. That was actually, that was actually going to be my second question, which is what does, what does self-care look like for a two? Mm-hmm. Like if you see yourself doing something, that's kind of a, a bit of a trigger or a red flag. How are there two specific, not, I don't know how to, this is going to sound weird. Are there Enneagram two specific sort of ways that you that you care for yourself or re-engage with God in a meaningful way? 
Yeah. So I think the first and most important thing that I have learned, especially during quarantine, I was um, living with a family. And so there were, you know, other people around. And I realized how important it is to take time to be alone. Because mm. as a two, if someone else is in the room, it's so tempting to just want to yeah. do whatever. Like, I'm like, okay, I need to be present. I can't really be doing my own like right. Sudoku puzzle because maybe someone will need something or say something that they wanted me to hear. Um, and so just being alone is so important. Um, and then also, yeah, spending time, I think, humbly with God. So declaring who he is and, and, and spending time in gratitude, um, can be really powerful just to refocus on like, you know, who the real center of the universe is, um, which is not other people and it's not me. So I, there's the two things that you said are so powerful because they're literally like the opposite of, it's like doing the opposite of what a two does best in some ways, right? Like in some ways being, uh, like being grateful as opposed to being appreciated, mm -hmm. which is something that a two kind of like thrives on and needs and, and, you know, um, and being alone versus sort of being engaged with other people and serving them. Yeah. It's, I, it'll be interesting to watch as we go through their numbers if mm -hmm. in some ways healthy uh, activities are in some ways the opposite of your tendency, kind of like as a recentering. I don't know if that'll happen, but it's clearly happening with you, which I think is fascinating. Yeah, and I, I think even in, in talking about that, Christine, like you, uh, I, I remember early on when you came on staff and, and when I found out you were two, and twos usually are notoriously like just known for not caring for their own selves right mm -hmm. and i remember like okay i'm gonna and i remember sitting you down and, and being like you're talking about you know all the things you're doing and taking care of and i remember asking you and i, I remember thinking like oh this is a bombshell of a question for a two but it's like hey how are you doing yeah. mm -hmm. and um uh, and like i imagine that might not be the most comfortable place at least at first mm -hmm. like you know, for someone who's a eight or, or an eight, that's a one. Like, at, at least for me, I'll speak for myself. That's a very foreign place to to grasp. Like, just help help me understand, help us understand. Like, uh, again, you've done this, and this might be a bit repetitive, but like, uh, um, it, it's so different from how I am. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, yeah, just explain some of the. I don't know if there is or continues to be feelings of awkwardness or again, you're, you're, you set into rhythm, good practices mm -hmm. like solitude, but in your journey towards growth, uh, where have some of those uh, times been where it's been really hard or awkward? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think anytime, um, like, you know, you're in like a new situation. Everyone interacts with that differently, like whether it's a new job or a new city. And I've moved a lot. Yeah. Um, and so I think, yeah, trying to like establish relationships is always hard because as a two, I'm like, okay, I, again, I need to make sure that like I deserve to be friends with all of these people, oh, you man. know, by, by like loving them <laughs> well. And so um, I think that that's, that's been something that I've, you know, again, like God has worked through every single time, like, okay, your worth is not in, you know, how, how much you can help these people. And that's, um, yeah. And then I think the other thing that's been a challenge is allowing myself to be helped, mm. um, and learning oh, even, good. even that context of, um, I, I almost have to trick myself into letting others help me or, or into like self-care by saying like, okay, I can't help others well, unless I'm, you know, like, 
taking care of myself or, you know, sometimes what's most helpful is letting people feel needed. So I will let them feel needed by letting them take (laughs) care of me. So just like tricking myself into, into those, those really key practices that will allow me to be healthy. I, I love that. Even in your like wanting to receive, you're like, I'm going to help you <laughs> <right>. help me. <laughs> and by helping me, I'm not really, I'm really helping you. That's right. <laughs> Secretly, my goal is still your best interest. Yeah, that's right. That's man. That is, that is so fascinating. That's so, fa- I, I think again, I'm just struck by how the different motivations for a two can practically look exactly the same. Like twos make very, very good friends because you're very thoughtful mm-hmm. and you're and you're very like aware and you're very helpful. Um, but as you were just saying, like making new friends, the drive could be mm-hmm. like I, I need to I need to make sure that I, it, I'm worth being here. Mm-hmm. And so that's a totally like the behavior looks the same. You're probably being super conscientious and helpful and reaching out and whatever. Uh, but you're doing it for this reason that is going to bring kind of death to yourself. Yeah. Mm, so how do you establish boundaries? One, you talked about solitude, but especially, like, let's say, in the workplace or with friends, right? You, you said, like, twos have a hard time saying no because you, you have this impulse to help. Mm-hmm. Like, what are, what are either ways that you've tricked yourself or what are things that you keep in mind in order to to be able to say no. And, and honestly, Nate and I talk about this, like, hey, before we ask Christine, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> let, because we know your tendency is going to be like, oh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and or so it's actually usually sounds like this. Um, I think I can do that if I work on Saturday <laughs> as well. <laughs> That's usually what That's your guesses great, look yeah. like. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, t- tell us about your journey towards boundaries and, yeah. and, and limits. Yeah, so that's definitely an ongoing journey, as you have both <laughs> described. Um, but yeah, I think that that there's this phrase that I heard have heard, you know, over the years, which is protecting my yes, which mm. I think has been a really helpful phrase for me. Of like, okay, um, before I say yet yes to this, I want to make sure that again, like, I will actually be helpful by saying yes and not. Um, bring chaos into the mix because I'm not able to fulfill all of my commitments. Um, and then also I think the other thing, um, that has helped me set boundaries is like, oh man, you know, so I think because twos make good friends, there are like a lot of people who want to like see me every week, um, and like have like weekly things on the calendar, which can quickly become like overwhelming or or then become less useful for both of us um and so even just saying like oh man i want to see you every week but what if we start by setting like every other week we'll set aside a time or or just kind of like bringing back the request just like two steps until it's it's something that that will be helpful for both of us if that makes sense yeah I know one of the growth paths for a two is for them to learn to assert their own opinions and and their needs, right? Mm-hmm. To say, I need this. Um, and, and in some ways, it could be like stepping into leadership or just, you know, yeah, just voicing needs and opinions. Um, tell us about that arena of your life and that journey for you. Yeah, yeah, I think... Um, for me, opinions tend to be easier than um, needs, just because I, I have had kind of practice 
I'm the youngest of seven, and so <laughs> you have we, to assert yourself. But I think needs—it's a hard one for twos because we have that pride that we want to protect. Of I can be all things to all people yeah. and need nothing, um, mm. and so. And, and part of being all things to all people is needing nothing, right? Um, and so that is harder. I think for me, part of it is like being honest, again, like having time in solitude and being honest with God about what I need. And like I keep a prayer journal, so like r- journaling, you know, kind of like where I'm at and being completely honest there. And then that kind of can empower me to be more honest in other areas mm. of my life, Um and, and also to discern, because this is another thing with twos, um, is that it's hard because it's like, okay, where's the boundary between, like, being honest about what I need and being selfish or, or being, you know, self-serving instead of other serving. And so I think sometimes, like, being reflective and, and rehearsing almost privately and, and in God's presence helps me discern between the two. Mm, man, for Nate, I'm like, what? There's a difference? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This we talked in an earlier episode about how the, the when we were talking about the sacred and secular divide, we talked about how much discernment is required. Yeah. And it's interesting to hear even sort of inside the model of the Enneagram to hear Christine, to hear you talk about how much discernment plays into seeing it as a tool either for health or whatever. Like it's mm-hmm. not it's not as easy as just like, well, if you read your Enneagram book and check these three boxes, you're gonna be a healthy too. It's like yeah. no, it's yeah. it. There are ways to build in. There's discernment at every level of the process, essentially. Yeah. One, one last mm-hmm. question for me, at least, is uh, what in solitude, right? That's an area of just you kind of being with God, saying no to the, all the needs of the world, mm-hmm. and saying yes to yourself, yourself and your soul. Uh, what does that look like for you in particular? Because I know you're very creative. You read, you write, you know, like w- w- what does that look like? And, and again, it may be unique to you. I'm not sure. But like what, what does solitude look like for you? Well, um, that is so some people may know that I spend a good amount of time walking. Yes. Sometimes. I'm jealous of your daily step count. Can I just say I'm achingly jealous of yeah. your daily step count? Yeah. It's over 12, every, like, right? Usually mm-hmm. it's over 12,000. Wow. Yeah. It's over 12,000. <laughs> yeah. Usually it's like between 10 and 20,000 oh steps my a gosh, day. Oh, gosh, dude. Um, That's which, intense. Yeah. Especially when I, before I had a car, it was it was usually like. And I'll say pre-COVID, I, I, I'd be driving around the city with my kids. You'd be anywhere. We, be we, like, oh, we oh, have there's Christine, Christine sightings. Yeah. Oh, there, oh, she, there <laughs> she is. And then two days later, oh, there she is. Yeah. And then before working here at the church, she used to work at the library. And we'd be like, go to the library and be like, oh, there's Christine. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think that all of that time spent walking, um, it really ha- is a, a good part of why I'm a healthy two is because it's like forces me to be alone and to be quiet for extended periods of time. Um, because your lack of car was like a gift from Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Fun fact. Christine once walked from Ann Arbor to Canton. Oh my God. Oh, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) That was, uh, that was one of the longer walks I've I've made. Yeah. And it was like, okay, if I leave at 8 a.m., I might get there in time for the youth event. That was exactly, I had to, I think I left at 730. (laughs) So I could be there in time. So this is an example where a two might ask for a ride. Like she didn't want to express her need. Like, oh my goodness. Like, 
Wow. Yeah, that is true. I have like literally walked home from places because I'm like, I can't ask someone for the, but sometimes it is because I choose. Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so I think that that, that is one way that I spend time in solitude. And then the other way is, is journaling or writing or, or creative, you know, the, those sort of creative outlets. So I'll I want to share at least a couple like actual stories besides walking from Ann Arbor to Canton. <laughs> mm. Two summers ago, Christine house sat for us. Mm. She took care of everything on the farm. She was there in the like the hottest two weeks of the year, and our our old farmhouse does not have air conditioning. No AC. <laughs> no one but a two would have risen to the challenge, and I'm not even. She did not complain. It yeah. was a miserable two weeks <laughs> and she was like happy to do it and i was like after we heard like we started hearing stories like afterwards like what it was like for her to be there and i was like oh my gosh i can't believe she didn't just like throw in the towel but she's a two i know she's like they she, need me she rose yeah. to the challenge we were very thankful there wasn't really anybody any other way that it was going to happen but she did it yeah. yeah yeah the whole time i was like this is fine it's just like like <laughs> just the waters fine. were like rising and I was like, this is okay. <laughs> she you like literally took like ice cubes to bed like so yeah. that you could Oh fall my asleep. goodness. Wow. It's true. Oh that's man. crazy. Yes. But so that's yeah. the glory of a two. <laughs> Jewels in your crown, Christine. <laughs> Jewels in your crown. Crowns in heaven. That's right. Here's one other example that j- I just experienced yesterday. It was right after our three hour phone call sung Mm -hmm. and I was late for another meeting and I kind of came into it and my brain was not ready to have that meeting at all. I mean, I was just totally like not in the flow and Christine, like she figured she sensed that and immediately she took over the meeting. I mean, immediately. Mm -hmm. And that is, it's the kind of thing that a two does, right? They kind of, she's vibing that man, Nate is like not on point here. (laughs) Somebody's got to make this happen. I'm going to yeah. do it. And again, that's <laughs> leaning into your growth pathway too, right? Yeah. Being assertive and taking leadership. Yeah, totally. Because um, sometimes twos will be like, oh, I'm just here kind of in the background to help and serve. Yeah. And, and kind of like this meek and mild kind of posture. But no, no, no th- there's growth path for every type here. And, and that's one of the growth paths for a two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So two, two personal stories, just so that everybody knows about Sung in my personal life. I feel like I got to put some of these out. <laughs> two <laughs> personal stories for the two. There you that means right. we need three personal stories for the three. By the time we get to you, it's just going to oh, be story dude. time for <laughs> like an you hour You could tell and a half. so many stories. You actually have them, so <laughs> we could do it. We could do it. Christine, any parting words of advice for the struggling twos or those of us that are trying to love twos? Um, or yeah. have twos in our lives? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think my, my word of advice to a two is that um, a lot of times I think twos will read the like, warm things about us like our our you know positive sides don't be like oh man I aspire to be that way but I you know I I hope I'm like that and then you read the negative shadow side and you're like oh I'm that's not why I don't love people selfishly I don't (laughs) like because that pride comes in and so I think it's just if you are to um and you can't see that shadow side I would just take that as as a warning and and just spend some time again in in prayer and reflection saying like okay god how is this appearing in my life and and help me to be more aware because when you become aware of that it's so much easier to grow past that and to let god heal that side um and and to to heal that that shadow side in you that's good um it's really good and then i think to people who have twos in their lives just um yeah just being aware when when they are saying yes and and they should be saying no or or maybe when they 
should be left alone because I think it's really easy to take advantage of twos. It is. I always know <laughs> if I need something, you'll say yes. Yeah. I mean, legitimately. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I think just being aware that that just because we, and I will always cheerfully say yes. It won't even mm. be like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I can do that, which is like, you know, a four. They're going to be like, yeah, I guess. So this is an interesting point because actually my family's going on vacation again and we need some <laughs> note to watch the farm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just Make kidding. it public. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, well, man. okay, so here's a question because my mom is a two and, and um, or, or let's say my, both my mom and my mother-in-law, it, it's like, trying to say, hey, mom, just sit down. Mm -hmm. Like, stop preparing all the food. Like, we're all eating. Like, how do you help a two? Like, because I just get more and more insistent, mom, you know, until I'm, I'm literally grabbing her yeah. and just, like, sitting her down. Because her tendency is to, like, you know, even after we're, like, we, we've all started eating. Yeah. yeah. And she's still working. Yeah. yeah. Like, how? Your mom put food on my plate when we were at a restaurant. <laughs> That's right. Okay, let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help yeah. you. Uh, like, yeah. how, like, for, like, how, how do I help her? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Someone like my mom. Yeah, I think that the hardest thing for a two to believe is that we are wanted for our presence. Oh, that is so good, Christine. That's yeah. worth the price of admission right there. <laughs> Yeah, so I think just like reaffirming like, mom, all I want from you right now is for you to be here with me. Like that is what I need from you. Um, Did you hear I that? You put it You put <laughs> it in the framework of this is what I need from you right oh, now. They yeah. can't resist. Mom, yeah. I don't need any <laughs> more food. I need you here. Yeah. Um, because my mom, and this is true of my mother-in-law too, it, it's only like they get so much pleasure when I eat a lot, mm -hmm. you know, because it's like, oh, Sung needed this and I provided it. And they yeah. are so happy. And, and, and then particularly my mom, this is like an Asian mom thing. Like she feeds me so much. And then she's like, you're fat now. <laughs> like, yeah. Thanks mom. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, no, th those are some great words uh, for those of you who are twos and those of you who have twos in your life. Christine, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Yeah, you are much appreciated and much <laughs> needed. That's right. Perfect. That's all I need. Your all presence I hear to hear. is all we need, Christine. <laughs> your presence is all we need. Well, hey, thanks so much for joining us on another episode of Rhythms of Grace. Next time, we're going to be talking about threes. So I hope that you will join us then. <laughs> <laughs>